1: Welcome to Money Over 50. Today, we are talking about how investing is the worst form of retirement planning, excepting for all others. Michael, what are you talking about? Famous Churchill
0: quote, isn't it? It's based oh, yes. on a famous it Churchill is. quote. But, um, you you Winston, know I'm a big fan of Winston Churchill. I know. So, so for the listeners, Dallas named his firstborn son after Winston Churchill. Yeah. Winston Davis and the third. <laughs>
1: it isn't actually the third, but it sounds pretty good. Cool. It sounds.
0: It sounds like it should be the third. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
1: Um, so, uh, famous. You tell. Yes. Yeah, so what he, is what is the quote? The, is the the quote? He, they were talking about different forms of government, uh, and yep. I, I know you've actually got the date there. It's very, very well. Uh, Wikipedia just told me. Yeah. So it was a, a speech that Winston Churchill made in the House of Commons on the 11th of November 1947. Talking about different forms of government, and he made the statement that democracy is the worst form of government ever invented, excepting for all others. Yeah. And what he meant by that, of course, is that democracy seems terrible. If you talk to the average voter in the street, you're disappointed yeah. by their lack of knowledge about political systems and policy and all these sorts of things. And so it always seems like there's got to be a better way to, to, to govern the country than via democracy. Until yeah. you think the alternatives are, you know, either uh communism or a totalitarian government well i just thought of a like story
0: that. um i'd heard and i don't know when this happened but i'd heard that the russian minister for milk yeah visited the united kingdom yeah and said who is the minister for milk yeah. who is in charge of getting all the milk to yeah. the different stores yeah. and they said what yeah um yeah. it just gets there uh, through the free market. Yeah. And this guy, the Russian minister for milk, yeah. couldn't get his head could out. not get his head around yeah. how milk yeah. got into corner stores and got yeah. into supermarkets and yeah. how it was priced and all of those types of things and how um, supply oh. he just couldn't work out from yeah. the supply side yeah. how that all happened. Yeah. Because obviously from what he was used to, yeah, it was just it was completely top down, it was top down on.
1: control and that's that's the point that um Churchill was making there was that democracy sounds terrible because yeah you know, half as as every sort of average has to work that way half of people are on average less intelligent than the other half mm. so if there was some magical way for everyone to just make really good decisions all the time then then we could rely on that but democracy seems terrible because everyone's vote counts the same and again yeah. if you come from another form of government system you go it seems really inefficient to have to have everyone vote you know, yes. every few years and all these sorts of things. But what you find is that democracy is the only system that doesn't lend itself to um, some tyrant getting in charge and absolutely wrecking everything. Yep. So you have a, a bottom-up approach where everyone votes and then over time, if that government doesn't do a good job, they get voted out and all the rest of it. And so that's kind of... We're digressing massively here, but no, the point, it's, here, it's the, good the point to know he was this. making is that if there was, yes, there are all these flaws and there are all these things that we wish we could avoid about democracy, mm. but we can't. Because mm. if we if we try and avoid those flaws, we try and avoid those issues, we're getting away from democracy, we're getting into something which is which is going to be much worse. Yes. And so, now, putting all that aside, what are you talking about when you say that investing is the worst form of retirement planning, except for all others? So, um, what I'm talking about, with investing
0: i'm using the the broad term here yep. um that that you hear people talk about and what, and what they're talking about when they say investing most of the time yep. they're talking about um things that go up and down yes so they're yep. talking about companies yep. growth assets yeah growth assets um yep. shares yep. uh those types of things so yeah yep. um that's what i'm talking about with investing yep. so so yep. um uh what you hear time and time again is that the closer someone thinks they are to retirement, yep, the 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 less investments that they think they need to have, yep, and the more yep. term deposits, yes, I'll use term deposits here as well, opposed to cash, yeah, um, because people understand that, yep, but um, so and we're talking about, I mean. It doesn't have to be their superannuation fund, but the, the example here I'm going to use is, is, is people's superannuation. That's yep. where most of their money yep. in Australia obviously yep. ends up yep. in as they approach retirement. So yeah. So people naturally assume yep. the the dragon they have to fight yep. is the is the up and down dragon. Yep. Yep. So they, they um and and look, I'm gonna get on my soapbox right now. <laughs> Our bloody industry yes. has been terrible yep. for this because yep. Um, we have fed people, yeah. uh, I say we, we haven't no. personally, no. but no. our industry yeah. is terrible yeah. for trying to tell people, hey, we can get you yeah. great returns with yeah. no volatility. Yeah, that's right. um, yeah. What we say to people is, hey, we can get very good returns, you need to accept volatility yeah. because volatility is a naturally occurring thing. Yeah. I don't walk in into Woolworths expect the price of bananas it's there we totally go so. i'm talking about bananas, bananas again there's the story again. Um, um, I've, I've i don't, I don't this expect 100%. the price of bananas to be the same all the time <laughs> yeah um i know if a cyclone comes through That's the tully right. yeah uh, the price of bananas are going They'll to go change, up yeah um, yeah look the price of everything the the price of absolutely everything yeah moves yes like everything around us yeah. the price is moving all the time yeah for some reason yeah for some reason yeah um uh the media and the industry and all that have have come up with this ridiculous thing to yeah. say that yeah. the the value of your or the price of your superannuation fund yeah shouldn't move up and down. That's right. Um, yeah. So, uh,
1: so I'll jump off that. So no, now, it's a good point because what you're talking about there and and even the the broad terms of when we say investing, no one ever think thinks about the fact that if you if you're investing if you, if you put money into a term deposit, the return that you get on that. The interest rate that you get goes up and down over time as well. It because does. There, there is yeah, literally nothing that stays the same. So that's right. Know, Ten years ago, you got much higher interest rates than you do. Look, now. I, I think I think the interest rate interest rate fluctuates like
0: two extremes. So yeah, yeah, from a six percent interest rate to a two percent interest rate yeah. is a massive percentage shift. Yeah. On, Whereas if you're looking at the um, returns of, of our leading companies in Australia yeah. and the world over time, yeah. They they have a much more narrow range yeah. over time. Yeah. Um yeah. day to day, yeah. month to month, yeah. hour to yeah. hour, um, year to year, they 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 could be there's a vast yeah, different range. Yeah. But but um yeah. I, I guess what I thought of this is that is that it's a little bit like democracy. So it, it is the only alternative yeah. for ninety seven percent of yeah. the population. So so what I mean by that is that 97% of the population has to accept volatility. to achieve their goals that they, they're going to have to accept some form of volatility Yep, uh, in their superannuation fund. In fact, quite a bit of volatility. And, yep. and it's all based on the rate of return that they require. Yep. Um, so it, it is investing is the worst form of retirement planning, excepting for all others. Because yep. we don't know of any other way that all, works. Yep. Um,
1: and, and this is exactly the, the, the point that you're making, is that if someone... You know, if someone's got $500,000 in, in super and comes in to see us at 55 and, yeah. and we say, look, this is the rate of return that you need to achieve in, in order to retire in 10 years' time, which is what you've said you want. Yes. no one, no one, wants, to, no one wants volatility for no reason. No. no one's going, geez, I really just want that to go up and down. Yes, it's, it's really based on the fact that we need this rate of return. Yeah. These are the types of assets that you need to be invested into in order to achieve that rate of return. Yeah. With that is going to come this volatility. Yeah. So, invariably, if when we say that, and and many times people say, I, just, I don't, I don't really want to, inv- I don't want to invest that money in shares, and, yeah. and we think, well, we don't really want to either. It's just, no. it's just the the facts are that we need to. If we could put
0: everyone's money into a guaranteed yeah. rate of return of eight yeah. percent in yeah. a term deposit yeah. every year, yeah, um, then yeah. and if that was going to be guaranteed. Continue to perpetuity. Yep. yep. Uh, we would say. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. That does not exist.
1: But if, if someone tells you that they can get you an eight <laughs> percent guaranteed return without any volatility, I got a bridge to sell you. <laughs>
0: Run. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, that's right. So so um, look, I mean, let's use, let's use an example. So it, it is common for people to say, yeah, you know, I'll I want to I want to invest a lot more conservatively. Yep. And. Um, like let's assume for a minute that 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 by doing that mm-hmm. and in this case you wouldn't even get rid of volatility altogether you would just dilute volatility yeah um, uh, if you got if you actually managed to get a 4 percent rate of return yep. each year yep. on your superannuation uh, and you had half a million dollars at age 55 uh, and you' are uh, you were a couple, and you're earning seventy five thousand dollars each. So you had employer contributions going in yep. at nine and a half percent of that amount. Yeah. Um, what would actually happen is that you would get to age sixty five. You'd hit about eight hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Yep. Of of superannuation balance. Yep. And most people, uh, I, I guess, at surface value, would think that's not too bad. Yep. Um, however, the day that you stop work. Yeah. Is the day that you actually put your money to, to work. work and yep. it gets dressed yeah. and goes to work for you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. In in most cases, look. In this case, uh, this this amount of money of eight hundred yeah. yeah. and sixty thousand dollars working part time because a four percent rate of return on that is thirty four thousand dollars for the year. Yep. So forget about the the sum of money that you retire with in this yeah. in this case $860,000 yeah. it's what that money's going to make you yes. so it's only making you $34,000 a year. Yeah. Hey um, uh, the average of our clients uh, uh, spend about $70,000 yeah. a year your in retirement. Average. So yeah. so basically what's happening here is that the the your money is making it's it's only pulling its weight to half of what your living yeah. expenses are. Yeah. So, so half of um, your
1: half of your income is coming from the return, and half is coming. Half from is that coming capital.
0: out of it. Yep. half is coming yep. out of it. So yep. look, if I if I fast forward to um, age seventy, then yep. by that stage your eight hundred and sixty thousand dollars has dropped to six hundred and forty three thousand dollars. Yep. Four uh, percent rate of return on that is twenty five thousand dollars. Yes. So your money uh, where it was making thirty four thousand dollars yep. of return for you is only yep. making twenty five thousand dollars. Yep. Hey, guess what? Yep. The cost of everything's gone up. Yep. You now have to take $81,000 yep. out of your superannuation yep. to give you the same life that yep. $70,000 yep. uh, afforded you just five years before yep. when you retired That's right. at age 65. So, mm-hmm. look, we extrapolate that out. Um, by age 78, you're out of money yep. completely, yep. so you've run out of money. Yep. Um, so, when we... When we show people these figures which we which we do when we first meet with them yeah. because every single person and and i and i don't blame them for for thinking this um everything single person thinks i want less volatility yeah and i want my money to be and, safe and, and secure and and, and and
1: as you said as, as an industry we we have fed a lot of that and, you know even if you think about the uh, i won't get you onto your bandwagon about target dated uh investment options within super but the concept that um within your superannuation fund, for a lot of people, the default option that you'll be invested into becomes more and more conservative as you get older. Yes. And So, you know, if you're 10 years out from retirement for most people, your super fund, in some cases, is automatically moving you into more conservative uh, mix of more cash, uh, yes. less, less uh, investing in growth assets, at, at precisely the time when you really need to be ramping that up and growing it as much as possible. So that's kind of where you're talking about the fighting the wrong dragon and pandering to that, that fear of, well, what if my balance goes up and down? When really the fear should be, am I gonna outlive my money or is my money gonna outlive me? And that's yes. all that matters really. Yeah, so, so we, I mean, we, know, um, we live in this
0: industry of course, and we know that if you're diversified enough, even in these growth companies, yeah. so um, every single drop throughout history yeah. every time the price has gone down yeah it's been it's recovered yeah and grown to a new high yeah. so at no point in time yeah has the price of a broad yeah. um, diversified group of our top companies in australia yeah. and the top companies around the world at no point in time has that ever dropped away to zero yeah. there's no point in, in time has that ever dropped away and stayed there yep yeah. um it's it's dropped away yeah it's recovered yeah all the way through history and then grown to new highs so yeah. Look, volatility. Um, uh, again, not to digress too much, but but people talk about risk, and what they're talking about really is volatility. Volatility yep. is the short-term, yeah. temporary movement yep. of um, price down, but it can be up as well. So yep. volatility is a two-way yep. street. Yeah, that's uh, right. People say risk. Yeah. Uh, what now? Risk is the chance of permanent loss. Yeah. Um, so what most people are talking about when they say risk, they're yep. actually talking about volatility. That's right. And it's the, and, and and regardless of that, it's yep. the wrong dragon to fight. So the dragon that they need to fight yep. is the fact that um at least one of them yep. is going to live thirty years in retirement. Yep. And that prices are going to go up at the, at the, at the rate of about two to three percent a
1: year. Yep. Um, so that your, your income needs going up every year needs to go up. So your your return the the your retirement savings needs to be. Either growing every year or at least able to keep pace with that increased income needs. That's right, and that's that's I guess the the way that we structure these conversations with people when they meet with us is that, you know, as you said, it's easy to digress and talk about being diversified and how you should actually then de-invest in growth assets and all, and the things that you really do need to be uh, aware of or, or take uh, take note of or to minimise risk of, but. At the very start of this, it's that point that you've made there of, well, what's the alternative here? If, if someone doesn't want to be invested in, in growth assets and they don't have, if unless they're coming in with $5 million in retirement yes. savings, they, they don't have an alternative. So if people are saying, I don't want to be invested, okay, that's great. What are, what are you proposing? Yeah, to do so I,
0: I, if, if someone sits back and says, logically, look, yeah. I just cannot handle yeah. the, I, I can understand it conceptually, yeah, yeah. but I cannot... Handle yeah. the price movement up and down. Yeah, look, I'm happy to yeah. get to eight hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Like what I'm aware of is that I'll have to really, really rein in my expenses and yeah. only spend thirty five thousand or forty thousand dollars a year. Or, That's right. You know, yeah. To to make that money last. Yeah. I'm I'm completely happy yeah. with that. Yeah. Because they've actually made a conscious decision. That's right. I think. Um, where, where I feel sorry for people that haven't, uh, looked at it yet yeah. is, is is that is that um. Uh, people have been telling them yes. that they can that, that they can yep. they should be yep. invested in safe secure yep. uh, investments but yep. they actually really don't understand the ramifications of no, that and the right. ramifications are yep. that on average hey um, just 10 to, to 12 years into their retirement they'll You're be running. completely out of money
1: and, and that's exactly right this is, this is actually a conversation that we, that we have with people it's not it's not to be to try and be sarcastic or to be smart but you go if, if you don't want to be if you don't want to invest any of your money and, and you want that sitting in term deposits in your super fund and you're going to get a, a 2% or a 4% or whatever rate, you, a, a very low rate of return here, you've got three options really. You can either, you probably need to put another, find another twenty or $30,000 a year to put into your superannuation fund um, out, of, out of your own cash flow. Most yep. people don't want to do that because yep. that 30000 is is the, the fun it's, stuff, is, the fun is, stuff. is what, they're, yeah, yeah. what they're enjoying their life based on. Or, or you can work a lot longer, uh, which most people don't want to do. The whole, the whole point no. of you know, planning for retirement is getting in a position where you can retire if, if you, when you want to and if you want to. Or the other alternative we say to people is you've got to die earlier. Yeah. And so most people don't want to do that. Most people. <laughs> so like we said, it's not a matter of saying... Well, if you don't do this, there's other ways around it. There really, there is other ways around it, but for most people, they're not willing to pay the price or to accept that trade-off. Of, yes. Okay, well, you have, to, you have to save, you have to basically spend $30,000 less a year now and put that into super. And then when you're retired, you also need to spend less money so that you, you're actually spending less of your, your capital base every year. That's right. And or you need to accept that you are going to run out of money earlier. Yes that's right and so it's it's as you said about fighting the wrong dragon if we worry about is my super balance five hundred thousand now or 550 or 450 or whatever the case may be yep. for most people when you break this down from them that's really not they're not worried about is my super balance 500 or six hundred or 400 right now No, they're worried about will I have enough money to live the life I want in retirement or will I have to move in with my kids at 78 because yep. I can't afford I've, I've got to sell my house to live on or yep. You know, am I going to have, am I going to be able to uh, afford all of my medical needs and all that? Am I going to be able to travel in my early years mm. of retirement? Those are all the things that people, I think, really care about. It's yes. just that we have as a as an industry and uh, across our media really pandered to that fear of volatility is the thing to be scared of. Yeah, that's right. Um, so as an alternative,
0: look, just, just to change one of those parameters here. Yeah. Um, so. The same example. Yep. Someone at age fifty-five. Yep. Uh, a couple. Let's assume five hundred thousand dollars in their superannuation fund. Um, same income, so one hundred and fifty thousand dollars yep. combined. Yep. And their employers paying in nine point five percent. Yep. If they invested that money, um, such that they are able to get an eight percent rate of return yep. each year, as yep. opposed to the four percent that we used um, initially. Yeah. Fast forward ten years' time, so they would now have. Uh, one million one hundred and fifty-two thousand dollars. Yep. So just three hundred thousand dollars better so, off. And that's an eight uh, percent. Just to be clear, it's an eight percent before tax return. So yep. we've we've assumed fifteen percent, which is the yep. superannuation tax rate. yeah, Comes out of that, uh, which lowers the net rate of return to six point eight percent. So, so um, that 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 rate of return gets them to one million one hundred and fifty-two thousand dollars, as opposed to eight hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Yep. Now. Um, what's more important about that, though, yeah. is thats is that they're getting now, an, let's assume, an 8% average rate of return yeah. on a bigger number as yeah. opposed to a 4% average rate of return I'm on smaller. a smaller number. Yeah. So in example A, um, the person ended up with $860,000. They got a 4% rate of return on that. It was $34,000 a year. Yep. Um, in example B, same inputs except for the rate of return yep. is increased from 4%... Eight yep. uh, percent. They end up with one million one hundred and fifty-two thousand dollars. They get an eight percent rate of return on that. Yep. Uh, that's ninety-two thousand dollars of of, yep. of earnings. Yep. Um, so their money is working a lot harder. Yep. Um, they take seventy thousand dollars. Yep. Hey, they're not going backwards; they're going forwards. Yep. So, so yep. effectively, they got ninety-two thousand dollars. Ninety-two thousand dollars of return. They've taken seventy thousand dollars as a tax-free income. Yep. Uh, in this situation. Uh, what has stayed inside their fund has been $22,000 of yeah. their overall return. Yep. So, um, that's look, that's an ideal scenario uh, because we know that next year uh, they actually have to take a bit more income. Yep. Because the on price, average, of, everything's gone price up. of everything goes up. So, uh, uh, now they've, they've put an extra $22,000 back into their fund yep. for that second year of their retirement. So... Yep. Um, rate of return in dollars goes up from $92,000 to almost $94,000. Yep. And they take $72,000 yep. from that as an income. So, yep. but they can do that into perpetuity. Yep. Um, if I run the numbers on this, uh, you go way down to age 95. Um, still they've still got quite a, a healthy capital base left at that point in time. Yep. And, uh, hey, uh, they've indexed their income up to $170,000 at yep. that point in time. Yep. So, so it's look. It's a vastly different, a vastly different result from scenario A. Yeah, and the only input that I changed. Yep, is that was rate the rate of return. That, so, yeah. Now, in accepting that rate of return or chasing yep. that eight percent rate of return, yep, they
1: do have to accept sometimes significant volatility. Yep. So, um, but that's I guess the point there is that that eight percent. Uh, rate of return we're talking about that is that is an average taking. It's an effect. average. It, it, it builds in that volatility. Yeah. So so yeah, you know,
0: uh, if we go back to the, uh, if we go back to uh, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, um, that investment strategy. We won't go into the details of that investment strategy. Yeah. But let's just assume it's broadly invested across yeah. the leading companies in Australia and in the world. Yeah. Um, look, the, the the price of those investments fell. Uh, temporarily, some fifty-seven percent. Yeah, in two thousand and nine, yep. bottoming out. Bottom, bottoming out in two thousand and nine. Yeah. Um, Uh, like you said, great point that you made before there, Dallas, that average rate of return takes takes into account account, that. So So it's
1: not 8% every other year and then occasionally it's it's a drop of 57%. I I mean,
0: leading up to that 57% drop, I remember um, I was in the industry at that point in time, of course, uh, 2004, 2005, 2006 and 2007, all had huge returns. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, don't quote me on the exact returns yeah. there, but I mean that th- they averaged somewhere in the vicinity of about twenty yeah. percent uh, positive for those. Yeah. So so things grew too fast. They yeah. pulled back to a position, yeah. dropping fifty-seven yeah. percent. Um, where they uh, were too low, yeah. and very quickly after that, they found yeah. Yeah. what what most would have considered fair value. So that, yeah, you know, it didn't fully recover. Yeah. But um, what, what what I think is dangerous for people to do is to measure extremes. So people yeah, yeah. often measure the very top and yep. they measure the very bottom and yep. they say, oh my God, it's 57%. Yep. Yep. Um, if you actually if you actually measured it over a period of a couple of years, it wasn't anything well, like that extremity.
1: Well, this ties into, uh, I know we, we recorded a podcast about this previously, about your investing time horizon. And, and mm. this is what, uh, as an industry, we have um, not done a good job of explaining, is that if you're 55 and you want to retire in 10 years time, you know, yes, investing in uh, investing in more growth assets. If you get an eight percent return versus four percent, you're about three hundred thousand dollars better off at age sixty-five. Yeah. But it's not a ten-year window you're looking at. You don't you don't get to age sixty-five and then go, okay, both sides of the equation here. They then get the same return there from there onwards. Yeah. If you're retiring at sixty-five, as you said, as a couple, on average, one of you will draw will need to draw an income for another thirty years. Mm. So. Even though we're talking about ten years of working life, it's really forty years that you need that money to be working. That, for you. Look, that's a fantastic point
0: because because um, everyone's fixated on the day that they retire. Yeah, and, and what I hear yeah. from a lot of people is, "Oh, what if what if there's another global financial crisis when I retire? Yeah. What if there's this?" Um, that doesn't matter no. because because uh, when you retire, you don't cash everything out. That's right. You take on average. Um, you know, five, six, yeah. seven percent of right. the va- of the balance. Yep, and you live off that for one yep. year. So, yep. so yeah. And, and and even though your money has yep. your money, on paper, your um, super balance. The price of yep. your I say the price, not the value. Yep. Uh, I'm very careful to do that yeah. because the <laughs> value of the top 200 companies in Australia yeah. and the largest 1,500 companies in the world, yeah. I can tell you it hasn't fallen 57%. No. Um, the price yeah. has fallen. Yeah. Um, they still have the same amount of supermarkets yeah. and yeah. And, um, yeah. and, and, banks and and other yeah. assets and things like that. So, yeah. so the price has fallen temporarily, yeah. but you don't take, I mean, you you, you just don't cash out all at no, that point in time. You right. just take a snippet of that, yeah. live off that for a year, that's um, right. and then by the time you, you take next year's, yeah. Income, yep. things have improved yes. generally.
1: Yeah, um, I think that the um, the the analogy I use a lot here with um, with my clients talking about you know, if you've got five hundred thousand dollars, most people can understand the concept of this compounding effect over time. So if you've got a five hundred thousand dollar home loan, and and you're paying a five percent interest rate on that, it's twenty five thousand dollars of interest every year. If you only pay twenty thousand dollars towards that loan every year, your your loan is getting higher and higher. Yes. You, you're, dealing, you're getting yourself in a position for much more pain in the future. Yes. Whereas if you pay $30,000 a year off that, it doesn't seem like a huge amount. It's only $10,000, and it doesn't seem like it would make a huge difference, but, but by doing that, you're getting $5,000 paid off the principal of that loan. Yep. So you keep making your $30,000 a year. Your interest on that every year is going down slightly, Yes. based purely on the fact that there's a lower loan balance, there's a lower interest every year, more and more of your thirty thousand loan repayment is going towards the principal and you can see that over time that's a nice curving slope down to pay your loan off completely in full yeah. whereas if you don't pay as much as what the interest is you you're in for a world of pain because that loan just keeps getting higher the yes. interest bill every year keeps getting higher and higher and you're playing more and more catch up and getting more and more behind the same thing applies with your retirement savings if you in that first year of retirement, if you are spending more than the return that you get on that money, you are just, you are in for a world of pain at some stage yeah. in the future. There's, there's no magic to that. You the, the power of compounding is working against you, not for you. But I think, great analogy because,
0: because um, people understand that analogy, they understand yep. mortgages, they understand yep. repayments, they understand the yep. power of actually yep. paying it off, yep. versus only paying half of the interest, yep. and the interest getting added to yep. the yep. to the loan balance, it, it becomes progressively worse yep. really quickly. Yep. Um, and, and when you're paying, yep. Uh, the thirty thousand dollars, yeah, and some of that yeah. principal is coming down. It becomes progressively better, really, really quickly. That's so, right. Yeah. So you're right. I mean, in this, in that, like, a, in scenario A, a lower balance because you, yeah. you got a lower return. Yep. Yeah. Uh, because uh, this person wanted safe, secure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I say has been has been. Um, the opposite of what yeah. they wanted. Yeah. Uh, they haven't had a
1: safe, secure retirement at all because they've they've run out of money yeah. uh, some and thirteen years into their retirement. And this is where it's dangerous, is that in that first year, for example, if they retired with eight hundred sixty thousand, they've spent seventy, their money's returned thirty five. At the end of that first year they've still got eight hundred mm. and twenty four thousand dollars. And they feel like, Oh well, that's all right, I had yeah. eight hundred and sixty now, I got eight hundred and twenty four, I've still got a fair bit. Yeah. It it takes five to ten years before you really start to see the effect of, oh, hang on, yeah. this is heading in the wrong direction. This that's is not right. this isn't going to be sustainable for for yeah. all of my retirement. Yeah, that's right. And so and that's kind of as I say with a home loan where everyone's had that experience where in the early days when your loan is much higher, it feels like for the first two, three, four, five years you just think, I'm not getting through this at you're all. This is going else, nowhere. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you start to get into it a bit and then it yeah. becomes more yeah. and more you can really see where you're going there. The same thing happens on the other side of that. With that, if you're not getting the return you need, you don't have the capital base you need. In those early years, you don't really feel the pain. It, it's like the frog in the in the boiling pot of water. There you yeah. go, mate. There's nothing. <laughs> if, if you, it's a complete urban myth that if you put a, yeah. it doesn't actually isn't true, but it's a good analogy of if you put a, a frog in a in a pot of water and you slowly boil the water. Apparently, the frog will just stay there until until it boils to death. Yeah, sure. If you take a frog. And you boil the water first, and then you go to throw the frog in. The frog will jump straight out. Straight yeah, it's out. It's yeah. too hot. I'm not doing yeah. that. This is the the analogy I'd use. There is that if you retire, if you haven't worked your money hard enough in that last ten years before you retire, and you're not working that money hard enough when you do retire, yeah. you, you are the frog in in the water that's slowly boiling every year, and you yeah. don't notice it because the change isn't so great. But over time, you're going to boil to death. Yeah. Look, that's
0: that's that's a good another good analogy. I can't believe. <laughs> who, who the hell would put a frog in them? I know. Who are these sick people that are putting, testing this. putting uh, yeah. frogs in water? Yeah. And yeah, I
1: feel like I should clarify, I've never done this. I, <laughs> I've been told it doesn't work. I've read all about it.
0: That's yeah. All. Um, yeah, so I, I guess uh, really the the only way to to combat this is to just to take a, a proper look at it, Yeah. to sit down, uh, and, and, and extrapolate that out. Yeah. So that's, we're, that's happy, a, we're certainly happy to help. So yeah. if you're listening to this yeah. uh, and you're not a, a client of ours, um, yeah. we'd be only too happy to, to, to meet with you. Yeah. And um, and in that first meeting, we actually go through these figures and, yeah. and actually, yeah. like, like it's quite a high level of meeting. Yeah. We go through and we actually yeah. you know, start looking at, okay, if you did nothing right where, now, where would you be? Where would you be? Yeah. Um, uh, okay, do you? Is that going to work for you? Mm-hmm. For most people, we find it's not going to work for them. Yep. Um, we start to dial in some different yep. uh, parameters here, like a, a change yep. in the investment rate of return. Uh, of course, we haven't even talked about this yeah. uh, in these examples, but 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 adding money into superannuation and right. claiming yeah. it's a tax deduction, yeah. but, um, taking uh, a proper a probable proper a proper step back and having a, a yeah. look at it and, and how and that would, how that would play out. And
1: where, where that's an interesting conversation, I find for most people is that. Um, and, and that's why the, the wording of your, of your title of this podcast, investing is the worst form of retirement plan, because most people think I either have the choice to, to do nothing and keep doing what I'm doing now, or I invest my money. The yeah. reality is from, you are making a decision. You, you, yeah. you have got your money in superannuation. It is invested in some way. It is invested in some mix of asset classes. Yeah. <coughs> a decision has been made on that, whether by you or by your super fund. Yeah. And every year that you leave that as it is, you are making a decision to make that. Yeah. that you're, That is your investment strategy. Yeah. The strategy might be, I'm just going to do what, what it is. But as you said, looking at these with, with people, there are times when people go, you know, I'm willing to accept uh, less income in retirement or whatever the, whatever the lever is that they can pull and say, I just want less volatility. I, I know that I have to give something up for that. Yeah. That's fine. Where where this is dangerous is the is the thing where it hasn't been decided or it hasn't been thought about. The trade offs haven't been discussed. It's just I'm just going to let this roll along and get a four percent return and just hope mm-hmm. for the best. Yeah, that's right, mate. Good point to to wrap up. I think. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over Fifty podcast with Lighthouse Financial
0: Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.